0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. High hurdle for fall farm bill. Clovis fate hinges on POTUS. U.S. seeking NAFTA sunset. And pork producers resisting NAFTA change. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts is sounding less than optimistic about the chances getting a farm bill through the Senate before the end of the year. He told reporters yesterday that moving a bill this fall would be a, quote, high hurdle. Roberts, the Kansas Republican, also putting no timetable on taking up the controversial nomination of Sam Clovis to be USDA's Undersecretary for Research, Economics, and Education. Roberts recently discussed the nomination with Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, but declined to talk about the conversation. Roberts said he doesn't have all of Clovis' paperwork yet, but he added a comment that suggested the White House will need to decide whether to go forward with the nomination or not. Roberts said, we'll do it in an expeditious fashion if that is the desire of the Secretary and the President. Purdue tours Irma damage. Purdue is in his home state of Georgia today to tour the damage that Irma left behind there. He plans to also visit Florida and Texas over the coming week. He and Georgia Agriculture Commissioner Gary Black will tour three farms today in southern Georgia where there has been reportedly heavy damage to cotton and pecan crops. FDA, 18-month delay on nutrition labeling. The Food and Drug Administration plans to give food companies an extra 18 months or so to make changes on the Nutrition Facts panel. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb said yesterday that the compliance date would be delayed by a year to July 2019. But he later corrected himself to say the delay would be closer to 18 months. The food industry wanted to align the nutrition labeling changes with new disclosure requirements for GMO ingredients. Ross Lighthizer seeking five-year sunset on NAFTA. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross confirms that he and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer trying to add a sunset provision on the North American Free Trade Agreement so the deal won't be permanent. Ross said at a political event in Washington, it would force a systematic re-examination. Why that's important is the forecast that had been made at the initiation of NAFTA and of other trade agreements mostly have been wildly optimistic as to the results. The results have been quite different from what proponents said. Therefore, if there were a systematic re-examination after a little experience period, you'd have a forum for trying to fix things that didn't work out the way you thought they would. Ross said it was unclear if he and Lighthizer would be successful. NPPC not on board with dispute settlement suggestion and NAFTA. Southeastern produce growers want to use the ongoing NAFTA negotiations to make it easier for them to win anti-dumping claims against Mexico. But the National Pork Producers Council worries that provision could backfire on other commodities. Nick Giordano, NPPC's Vice President and counsel for Global Government Affairs, told reporters yesterday, quote, there's a lot of us in agriculture that are very uncomfortable with that ask. If we're going to tweak our rules, Mexico can follow suit, which he said could affect beef, poultry, fruits, vegetables, and more. We don't want the U.S. government to do something that's going to come back and hurt a lot of us who depend on North American trade. NPPC, FMD outbreak would be as bad as two hurricanes. More than 110 National Pork Producer Council members were in Washington this week lobbying on trade, immigration, and drumming up support for including a foot-and-mouth disease vaccine bank in the upcoming farm bill. Ken Mashoff, the group's president, stopped short of saying they received firm commitments from lawmakers to include their full request, that $150 million a year, in the upcoming legislation. Mashoff says estimates of the economic impact of a potential disease outbreak, including lost pork production, decreased need for grain, and other factors, come in at about $200 billion. Mashoff said, quote, I guarantee you every member of Congress, if they knew that for $150 million they could have insured against Hurricanes Irma and Harvey combined, they'd have written that check in a heartbeat. Snap! A lifesaver. Members of the Senate Agriculture Committee came down hard yesterday on state agencies for allegedly fraudulent practices that they used to collect millions in USDA performance bonuses. Roberts, the committee's chairman, didn't rule out trying to restrict or end the bonuses altogether. It's more likely Congress will keep pressure on USDA and the states to prove that they have cleaned up practices that led to a steep drop in error rates. The committee was told that a significant number of states are under investigation by the Justice Department. The star of yesterday's hearing had nothing to do with the fraud issue, however. Rather, it was Brian Parker, a SNAP recipient in Oklahoma. Parker is a Navy veteran who is in his 50s and now training to become a chef through a program run by the food bank. He was living out of a motel after his inability to find a job forced him to sell his car and house and left him anxious and increasingly depressed. He said a man can endure a lot of pain and suffering, but one thing that is almost impossible to ignore is hunger, he told the committee, his voice breaking. He said that Snap was his lifeline. Parker's plan, once he completes the program, is to start a food truck, Selling burgers or tacos, he told Roberts. Roberts helpfully suggested Brian's burgers. Here's today's She Said It. There's a special place in hell reserved for the pandering marketers that develop these misleading absence labels. That's Allison Van Edelman, Cooperative Extension Specialist in Animal Genomics and Biotechnology at the University of California, Davis, speaking about the way some companies promote their products. During the annual meeting of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture yesterday, she displayed a slide of a carton of water labeled gluten-free and non-GMO. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 15th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board.